Welcome back to another episode of Dark Side of the Moon. All right, Noli, what the fuck are we talking about, motherfucker? Wars. What kind of wars? Wars fought a long time ago, and, and, and there was a distance from where you are to where they are that's actually quite fast. <laughs> was it like a long time ago in a galaxy, maybe in a distance that's not close by, but yes. one could say in a far, far place away? Something, something like that, something yeah. Like- we're talking about laser swords. Uh, planet battles. Am I right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are talking about the perfect trilogy that was. T- technically, should be called planet battles. So I'm just going to put it out there because no stars ever fight in these wars. Yeah, actually, that's true. Mm. Um, there was that one in number seven that could like harvest the power of a star. Remember that? That's about as close as it got. Uh, uh, star killer. The star killer. That's star the killer one. base or some shit. We're not there yet. We're at we're at number one, two, and three. Although yeah. this film wasn't released chronologically yeah. uh, by any stretch of the imagination, we decided that we were just going to go to the beginning uh, of the story yeah. and take it from there. And I watched the Phantom Menace on purpose, which is <laughs> yeah. So like, what we're here to sit down and talk about is another episode. Dark Side. We did a little bit of difference on the intro, but you want to hear what we're t- want to talk about today is Star Wars. We're going to go through. It's the time of the year. We've we're, we've been doing a lot of superhero content. We've been fucking talking about for a long time, branching out, but we kind of got bogged down in the MCU, DC kind of content, all the stuff that was coming out very currently. It swallowed us whole. Yeah. It swallowed us whole. There's and, no way um, around it. Yeah. We decided this was the perfect opportunity to just fucking branch out and talk a little bit about Star Wars coming up to May, May 4th, May the 4th be with you. And all this kind of shit, it's the right time of year. We're going to look at the entire series and we're going to start off, like as you said, we're not going to go in release order. We're going to go in the chronological order of the world events. So we're going to start with the prequel trilogy, Phantom Menace, and we're going to talk about Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. Anyone who's ever listened to us over in Potty Snatchers knows we do Franchise Fridays. These We're going to call these on Dark Side Marathon Mondays because that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to mm-hmm. be doing some marathons. We're releasing them on Mondays. That's the best we could think of. So <laughs> <laughs> We're not very clever or yeah. creative. Yes. So no, like, like if there's anything more divisive than the Star Wars trilogy out in, in the planet of entertainment, I don't think anyone could find it. There's, these are. The I'm not most, aware of it. Yeah, these I'm are the most it. divisive topics. Yeah. that anybody's ever fucking brought to film. Like, like pretty much, if you do anything wrong with Star Wars, it's like you shit all over people's childhoods. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like, we should have gone with something easy, like the abortion issue or something like that. No, but we had to go for something <laughs> actually more divisive, and that is talking about Star Wars. Fuck, I had to go hard with the A word, didn't you? <laughs> Jesus. So we started with Phantom Menace. Yeah. I'm, I'm, all I'm going to say, what that film got right, it got really, really, really right. It's not yeah. a lot, but actually, the, the uh, pod race, uh, the battle with Dark Maul, it yeah. was iconic. Oh, it was man. Excellent. The climaxes of all three movies are class. 
Yeah, and you're just like even even you know when they're under sea and the big fish comes along and an even bigger fish kills the big fish. Yeah, and uh, Qui Gon goes, "There's always a bigger fish." And I was just thinking, I love that. I love that kind of practical slash CGI aliens on an alien planet thing that Star Wars always did much better in Star Trek. Aliens were aliens. They were, yeah. you know, they had. And uh, I just uh, so they all speak just, English. It's incredible. Man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, just Jar, you know, then all of a sudden Jar Jar comes in mm. and you think, God, yeah, this was. And he owns the movie. And he owns the movie. Oh, it's just what it is. It's just what it's like. If there is a more stellar performance out there right now than that dude to play Jar Jar Bings, I think his name's Omar Sum. Is that his name? So can you can you get it up? No. Yeah, I'll get it up. Go ahead. Um, but uh, like, I just think the performance of Jar Jar Bings is one of the most layered, one of the most complex, one of the most maybe forward thinking <laughs> performances that has ever occurred and not only the performance but the creation of the character himself George Lucas must have sat down there and in a sheer moment of epiphany a sheer moment of genius he thought I have figured out a way of not just offending all Caribbean people on planet earth but I've also figured out a way of somehow uh, insulting and offending reptiles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ahmed Best. Ahmed is, Best, sorry. Yeah, is yeah. the guy you're looking for, that poor. But I, I mean, instantly, it just... Uh, and I have to say, like, I mean, again, what it did right, it did right, but there's there's certain things that you could not forgive and the battle yeah. uh, where of the... I, I, I forget what the actual species that Jar Jar comes from are called, but uh, the battle oh. between... The battle between them and the um, droids. Gar- what are they called? Gorgon? No, something like that. Um, Gungans. Well, yeah, there you go. Well done. Yeah. And uh, you know where he kind of Mr. Magoo's all the way through <coughs> it. And, and just like he's hanging off the tank and your man throws him yeah. one of those ball things and he's like, what, 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 what? Actually yeah. perfectly kills the guy. The classic you know, C-3PO. Oh my God, yeah. And it's you know, he C-3PO hangs out the back of a kind of a, a thing that was escaping it with all these giant ball things in it and he yeah. opens it and they fall of course they wipe out vast you know swaths of the army and you're just literally falling over himself doing amazing t- a Jedi wouldn't have done as well in that battle as him because he fell arse over elbow and I hated it yeah, I hated elbow. <laughs> but I hated that in 1999 yeah. you know what I mean like I went to it's that weak as, sauce. As, yeah, I went to that. I was a teenager. They hadn't like I, I remember the '97. They 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 re-released the Star Wars. Um, um, you know, just to mark the 20th anniversary, and yeah. um, that was cool. But that this was the first Star Wars of my generation. Like this was a Star Wars that was just made for now. And I remember just kind of I, I, I remember that being the moment I gave up on it. I went, "This is the just the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen." Yeah, because um, people were supposed to be getting killed, like you know what I mean. Like it was supposed to be like like the genocide of a of a of a of, of a species, and it was just mm. so. Uh, it, it was uh, I don't know, man. The battle scene was cool though between the Gungans and the droids. Like it's like as one of and the way the droids loaded out, it looked yeah. so cool. Like you know, it was awesome. Were, oh, it was cool, it looked... just like it was just cool. I love that weird uh, uh, kind of conflict or the, the weird kind of like uh, mixture. Of um, uh, like for just juxtaposition, kind of, but not really. I'm trying to think of a different word, but the difference between the the nature uh, based weapons um against this high tech kind of robotic mechanized kind of warfare, and the two differences in the technology and how they meshed, and the comparison between the two of them, and the different battle strategies and had. And by the way, Gungan force fields are not worth fuck. 
if you start walking towards them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. They're, they're amazing they're, against power-based weapons or something. But... Energy-based weapons, end yeah. of story. If you had a, like a, a, a slingshot or something, you could have started taking them out. It was just yeah. ridiculous. Or grenades that yeah. don't become energy-based weapons until they land. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, yeah. Because it, it, it like, the drains just started walking through it. Like, it's, like, you know, it just made no sense. But, like, um, apart from that, like, I thought, like the 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 battle sequence was fucking awesome. The one in Nabu, I thought that was cool. It was one of the best parts of the movie. The fight sequences were always awesome. These trilogies, uh, um, the fight sequence between Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan Kenobi against Dark Maul, uh, Darth Maul was fucking awesome. The soundtrack, I think it's John, uh, John Williamson or John Williams is it? Yeah, that's what I mean. When it got and these were you're talking about things that got right. You know, like when um, uh, uh, sorry, Obi Wan becomes separated from Qui Gon and Qui Gon is fighting um Darth Maul and the laser field goes up in between them and it just mm. it was on kind of like a time switch basically and Qui Gon just gets down and meditates and um Darth Maul just paces back and forward. There's absolutely yeah. nothing going on. It's yeah. an awesome scene. Yeah, because and- Obi can't get to him. Qui-Gon is just taking his time to, to gather himself and Darth Maul is a killing machine. Darth yeah. Maul is just like frustrated that he's not biting at the minute. That's all he cares about. Yeah, and I remember Qu- just thinking, that's cool. Yeah, but Qui-Gon dies straight after that. He probably shouldn't oh, should, do. Yeah, yeah, he should have probably. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, keep your heart rate off, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, it's like, it's not the time to be sitting down, Qui-Gon. You're in the middle of a lightsaber duel. If yeah. I was you, I'd be keeping my heart rate up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, like, the... The whole introduction, Dark Maul and stuff as well. Like the the uh, we talk about the order, is it the rule of two, where there's always one master, one apprentice, no more, no less, all this kind of stuff. That it's, it gave you a real idea of the kind of the basis and the origin of the dark side and the Sith and the the origins of the Emperor and the Empire itself and all that. And I thought, even though it's the weakest of the three movies that we're going to talk about today, it's still a very, very important movie in terms of the origin of the Republic, the origin of the Empires we talked about, the difference in the power struggle in the Senate where you see Palpatine becoming uh, the kind of supreme ruler throughout the movies, but starts here. But like, I think one time, one thing that they really made a mistake about was, and it's no no fault through the actor himself, Jake Lloyd, that the casting Anakin is such a young character. Yes. Yeah. And, and still at the same time trying to build this weird pedophilic fucking like love interest with Natalie Portman, was, like for lack of a better term. It was, it was odd. Yeah, it was because like if you're going to make him so young, you can't have any weird romanticisms between none, the two of them. And none. but they had so many in this movie, it was creepy as fuck. Like, yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah, they did, and and I also like the kid was actually okay as an actor. He was a decent kid actor, not great, yeah. not not terrible. He was decent. Yeah, but they even had all the kids around him. Anakin, are you going to race in the pod race? And uh, in the pods? <laughs> I think Anakin's going to lose by Anakin. And just like, oh, God. You know, yeah, it's just like if you if you want to have him younger, you have to make Padme younger. If you want to have yeah, Padme no, everything, be yeah, Portman, yeah, you have to have him be older. Uh, yeah, like three years, even if yeah. it's just, just something, it would still be quite an age gap between them. But she'd be if she was three years younger, he was three years older, yeah. he might have been a teenager, do, yeah, you know, you and she would have been do, a very young woman, yeah. And you could play her age down, and you don't have to do that 10 year time jump between movies, then, like, yeah, that's true as well, yeah, you know what um, I mean. But um, yeah, like, do you think the the the, the major issue with this movie is that like 
the the central like relationship, like for lack of a better term, love interest, if you will, between Anakin and Padme is offers up nothing but a distraction for the entirety of the movie because it's so fucking creepy. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know that this is how they met, and no matter what happens, this will always be how they met. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it does. It sets up the tone, and mm. uh, I don't know. It was. She's like I mean, she's like, grooming him. <laughs> but like when this is what I'm saying, when this film gets something wrong, like this film was just swinging. It, it was all the pendulum was all the way that way or all the way that way, and that was it. I I, I feel like it was never in the middle because yeah. when it was this You're film never was in bad, the middle. it was bad. But the pod, the pod, the, what got me through this film was the Dark Mole uh, ball fights. The, yeah. the earlier one was decent. It was very short, but it was just kind of him showing that like there's a, a red saber bad guy in the mix, you know, and uh, then the, the, the epic fight at the end and the pod race was just fantastic. Yeah. I forgot how violent it was. The pod race just, yeah. died. So many people died, like. Those Tusken um, Raiders. Oh, we got Tusken Raiders on turn nine. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, go and deal with them, maybe. Yeah. Oh, angry sand noises. <laughs> angry sand noises. <laughs> um, but geez, that, that was so good. But then the film just kind of too much politics. Yeah. Far too much politics. Too much. I, I know far too much about the, the trade terms and trade agreements that go on in those galaxies than I need to for a Star yeah. Wars trilogy. Like how one would go about an embargo. Was it not yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, oh no, the Trade Federation have got a blockade up outside Naboo next up on six. <laughs> Simpsons, I think they had a great episode where they were like, now, uh, past this legislation is, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I remember just thinking yeah. that was that was so perfect because it was just, there was so much pot. And like, I, I, I actually, another thing which I, I quite liked how sneaky Palpatine kind of is, you know, hiding mm. in plain sight. But like you, you can see things before they happen. You've got superhuman senses, like yeah. and and this guy is just this guy doesn't pass the vibe check. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Let alone like having Jedi powers. I'd be like, yeah, no, this dude, no. <laughs> Clearly a Sith Lord. Cloud things the dark side does. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they do. They just make excuses the whole way through it about how the dark side clouds things, and yeah. the fact that he's in such proximity and he's got such control over the dark side. That he's probably like fucking with the Jedi Masters, like, like, like if they just met Anakin the Master, the, no Darth Vader. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh, <laughs> what does he need to do? <laughs> you know what I mean. I know he's whiny, but I think he might deserve the position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was, and you know, clouded in darkness. His future is. Well, then yeah. don't, then don't yeah. take him on. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a terrible just idea. Kill him. Just, just kill him. Kill, yeah, or just let him out. Don't teach no. him. Don't. No, just kill him. I see. Yeah, his, his future is clouded in darkness with superpowers. We should give him. <laughs> uh, but Annie, Annie, Annie was actually one of the better things about the film because he was what like the, with Jar Jar. They went too far with Annie. It kind of had a kid's perspective of it, so he didn't the the brevity of it, the actual yeah. weight of it. It didn't really occur to him because he still had that kind of innocence. Uh, and you know, even when he flies off and kind of fights the battle in space, he kills thousands of people. Thousands. Like, <laughs> Qui Gon told me not to leave the cockpit. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. He kills thousands, but he, thousands uh, of people. Like and he, um, <laughs> but he, he would have been enough for the to, to have a light-hearted perspective on everything that was going on. Yeah. With Jar Jar, they just at least they listen to people because Jar Jar in the second one is like, hello. 
Yeah. Oh, hey, Jar Jar. Hello, my name is Charles Binks. People used to call me Jar Jar, but I don't go by that title anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a terrible, terrible alcoholic. You know? <laughs> um, but like, I, I just think like of all the movies, this got way more wrong than any of them. But at the same time, it got a lot right. Like the casting, Samuel L. Jackson's Miss Windu, bringing back Yoda, uh, having Hugh McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn. Excellent. Nat- Natalie Portman as Padme. Mm-hmm. Like like the casting outside of like uh, the, the, pad, the bad creative decision, Jar Jar Binks was completely unnecessary. He's a toy magnet. That's all he was supposed no, to be. That was all he was supposed um, to be. Uh, Jake Lloyd, like no, to no fault of his own, he gave a pretty decent performance if you ask me. Because like, like as I said, he's a kid that's supposed to be acting like a kid. But like I just think that the context of having him in that world was so wide of the mark because the love interest with Padme needed to start in, uh, uh, in episode one. So their relationship, because of the age difference, was creepy. Like I said, the fact that you have him entering into uh, uh, a dogfight where he ends up killing thousands of people. And like, you know what I mean? This is supposed to be a family movie. The kid kills like thousands of <laughs> people. Yeah. Like no, I just think like the, the of all the the mistakes to measure and casting or creativity was just really Jar Jar and Jake Lloyd, not really Jake Lloyd uh, being cast as Anakin, just the decision of having Anakin being so young in part one, like which they obviously understood because of the way they aged him up and having Hayden Christensen yeah. coming for... for obviously uh, there was one. a thought though, we need, I wanted to see that like this, this guy is going to become Darth Vader. I want that to shock them yeah, because I, he is just genuinely a very sweet kid. Yeah. He's nice, he's polite, he's kind of got a little bit of a character about him. And yeah. he's going to be like Darth Vader. So I do, I think that I kind of got. Yeah. But at the same time, for what you were, for the situations you're going to put in, in and what you expected him to do. Yeah. You, you needed someone who was a little bit older. Yeah. Just like if he was 16. 16 would have been perfect. Six, exact right age. You know what I mean? Like Still a kid, like still yeah. a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And like you can eat, and the fact that he's so wide eyed and bushy tailed from just living in Tatooine his whole life that he hasn't seen the galaxy. Like, you know what I mean? So you can play off that he's 16, but he's a little bit immature. And it's all about him kind of becoming a man, where in, which is what Attack of the Clones kind of was, was all about Hayden Christensen and how to be uh, like, or sorry, it was all about Anakin becoming a man, really, like, you know what I mean? And yeah. then straight away Padme, like the fucking poacher she is, took his virginity in yeah. a harpy, in a <laughs> harpy she took it. But um, no, so like, I just thought that was uh, like, the only decisions that I really had an issue with that weaken the movie and because uh, they decide to put them so deeply ingrained into the actual movie that weaken it a great deal more than they should have and that's Anakin being so young and Jar Jar Binks having such a central role in the movie weakens it throughout because every sort of situation is supposed to have a levity doesn't have it because you've got Jar Jar as you said doing his Mr. Magoo act falling all over the place yeah. and Misa Misa it would have been impossible for everything to go that right yeah, like he was—he was literally. Oh, uh, sorry. Do you remember when he uh, he kicks a droid that's down yeah. and it's it shoots its laser and mm. it's stuck to his feet and he like he kind of like kicks it around and he manages to take out three droids. Yeah, but like because the the wires were stuck to his leg. I mean, at that point, you can't you no matter what you do, including killing Qui Gon, you can't drag me back in. You just yeah, exactly. can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm way too removed now. It's too it's, much of a tone shift. Oh, it's it's a car- <laughs> it's a cartoon. Like with yeah. Kaiguan, it was like skill. It was like a, you know a Sith Lord versus a Jedi Master and stuff yeah. like that. That that, but like it and wasn't like haps and the soundtrack was fantastic. Yeah. But all the hapstenance that yeah. Jar Jar had was just too much. Yeah, like so. 
we, we've talked about, you know, Jar Jar, and we've talked about the, the creepiness of the whole thing, but like the positive is this movie. We touched a little bit on the intro or the, the battle scenes. And one thing this this trilogy had that you can't say that the, the following trilogy had, and a lot of people had a problem with the Disney-led Lucasfilm trilogies, that they didn't have enough uh, lightsaber battles. But these fucking trilogies had a shit ton. I had one of the most memorable, you just touched on it, we talked about a little bit earlier, was Darth Maul fighting Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn. And that fucking operatic back, uh, backtrack is ridiculous, man. Like, it's it's like for such a weak film uh, at times to have such a strong climax is absolutely incredible. Like, and that's what yeah. this trilogy does time and time again. It's have really, 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 really solid uh, climax, I think. Anytime, so you can kind of forgo the weaknesses. And that's why I think they've aged a lot better in people's eyes that the people mm. have to remember that a whole generation grew up the original Star Wars but a whole different generation grew up the prequels yeah. so they hold them in the same kind of esteem as the people that held the original trilogy because that was their childhood in the same way that was their childhood and like one thing this movie we talked about was the cast and like Obi-Wan Kenobi was such a pivotal part of this movie and to have Hugh McGregor come in and just fucking own that role is big time. Yeah. What did you think of his uh, portrayal of Obi-Wan and watching the cast? Oh, I loved him. He was charming. He was charming. He had a good sense of humor. Uh, it was good to see that he was still learning. It's, you know, Obi-Wan having a master was kind of bizarre because he was Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know? It, yeah. Uh, um, I, I, it did. It was great to see him young. He looked the part. Yeah. I think Guinness himself would probably tip the copy. I actually thought yeah. he looked the part. So yeah, no, no, no. Again, this, it, this falls into the, there's no Venn diagram. There's very little in this movie that would sit in the middle between got it right and got it wrong. Yeah. The, the, he was just firmly in the well done. I, I actually, and, and both of them. Like yeah. quite, I, I, Leslie Neeson as well kind of had that. Leslie Neeson. Impossible for me not to fucking do that. Impossible. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah, that's a different movie. <laughs> that, it would be a different movie. Like, that would be the Jar Jar Bing centered movie for sure. Um, but, you know, I, I thought it was cool. I thought the cool, they did a good job of showing what Jedis are capable of where they're like, they try to gas them. So they just hold their breath for like 20 minutes and then they come out and they take on all sorts. And then they, they, you can see them do that thing where they run really fast, where they actually mm. dart. And I, I just thought it was cool. They were just, I, I, you got to see a Jedi cut loose a yeah. little bit instead of just like, ah, we are the most powerful things in the world. And every now and again, they, they move something that, weigh, just, that weighs like a kilo at most. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Could you come out to Leslie Nielsen that last part of Jewel? And he's like, uh, Dark Maul's like, surely you cannot defeat me. And he's like, I will defeat you. Don't call me surely. <laughs> 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 and just, yeah, I, I could just picture um what Lucas just saying, I'm making art. I'm just, I, I'm I'm making art. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. It's like so many toys. So many toys. <laughs> uh, that, that was it. You know, he was he was going, he wanted to hit both markets. He wanted something for the old like, we got our lightsabers and the kids get their jar jar, but nobody liked them. Yeah. Anyway, I think we spent enough time. Let's let's just slake into um the yeah. the second installment. She has a hard segue. I think we leave the segues to me, dude. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that has a fucking hard segue. Okay, <laughs> just let's let's pretend that we can go back like ten seconds. Of time. <laughs> Show me how the master does it. All right, dude. Like 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 all the things, right? You weigh up, all right. We we spoke about them, like you know what I mean. Um, one thing this did was build 
for the future. It's all the groundwork. It got young Annie in. He showed his relationship with Padme. He showed you that uh, the force has been counteracted by the dark side. We got to see Darth Maul. We got to learn about the rule of two. Um, we got to talk uh, talk about, or we got to see Qui Gon Jinn, and we got to see uh, Obi Wan Kenobi's kind of origin story, a soft origin. All right. Uh, and this is the building blocks for what we're going to see next. And that's the uh, attack of the clones. And see, that's how you say going on. And, uh, right, I, was, uh, and I really, uh, really wish you hadn't done that so well. But that's what it does. It builds so nicely for attack of the clones because now we've got to see the progression of Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's no longer uh, a Palawan. He's now a Jedi uh, himself. He's He's got a, a, an aged Anakin that's now his uh, Padawan. Um, we got to see the role now of Natalie Portman's Padme. This is like 10 years on. It's something we talked about. The reason we touched on the first part was the 10-year age gap jump is obviously to counteract the criticisms of the, the youth, the young cast of Anakin in part one and all the things that was attached to that. But we got to see Hayden Christian come in um, what do you think of the progression? Do you think it felt natural when you sit down and you watch this trilogy like we both did in the build-up to this episode? Do you think the progression felt natural from Phantom Menace to Attack of the Clones, even though we had a 10-year time gap? Yeah, I thought when they arrived, it's kind of, it kind of reminds you of the superhero thing where... Um, yeah, this is how he got bit by the spider and he's, you know, this is how it's affected his life. And then the second film, we kind of just get to get on with it. Mm. And uh, this kind of had that that kind of energy where, uh, and I actually, despite the fact that and Hayden Christensen was quite wooden in this, but the, despite that, I actually thought that there was a bit of chemistry. It's not fair. He doesn't, no, no. No, Obi-Wan is so mean. Something <laughs> He, and, uh, he had jokes. Do you remember him having jokes? It took, you, took you long enough to get here. I was looking for a speeder that I liked. <laughs> One that was fast enough and had the right color. And I was like, ooh. ooh. At the end of every joke, he goes, insert charisma. <laughs> insert charisma. Charisma not found. But, you know, he was he was, he was wooden. And I don't know. Like, here's the thing. We, we Another inexperienced actor, like, you know. Yeah. But sometimes you're given a script and you're told, you, you know, I, I I don't think Hayden Chris would, would be naturally the most charismatic guy, you know, jumper and all yeah. something else I've seen him in. But um, mm. at the same time, maybe you're told to just kind of be a little bit stoic or something like that. I don't know, because he yeah. was extremely stoic. Yeah. Uh, he never Wasn't got. Lauren Kasdan that directed the sequels to Star Wars. So, like, I I just think maybe the direction of George Lucas was the reason for some of the weak acting performances. Because George Lucas had made that for a long time, as far as I remember. Yeah. Before he made these movies. And I'm pretty sure Lauren Kasdan directed Star... Uh, uh, fucking Return to Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. I'm pretty sure it was Lawrence Kasdan. I'm not too sure. I'll check it here in a sec. But, like, I just think that maybe George Lucas was a bit, like, too hands-on. Uh, maybe his like rustiness as director led to some weak performances from the actors. What do you think? I think they were trying, but I think they were trying to make money, which every film is. Yeah. But I think when you start making a film and you've kind of got your eye on the, you know, the merchandise side of it as you're making it, I, I think that it's always going to affect the quality. Irving Kirshner, sorry. Yeah. Lawrence Kasdan produced, uh, wrote it. Well, there you go then. Lee Brackett. But no, I, I, I thought the second film felt a little bit more natural because it was just supposed to be like a Star Wars film. Yeah, you know, it, it just is certain. And the one thing I say that this film got right, it was actually kind of nice to see um, a droid, uh, sorry, a clone army, and they're kind of badass. 
you know, they look scary. They look, they look like like the future of warfare and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Considering just what a joke. They, like, I mean, the ongoing. I, I'm so sick of them. But you see the memes the about, yeah, the, those were the droids you were looking for, or like something about them missing. Basically, the, the jokes always come back to the fact that they literally can't hit the side of a barn. Yeah, you're uh, thinking of stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. Sorry, excuse me, yeah. but I was just. But in this, you could see that they were like clones of Jenga Fest. And they they were kind of like, oh, this is this is a game changer. These guys yeah. could be dangerous. Like, I mean, imagine leading an army of these guys. And they yeah. kind of I know they didn't show up to later in the film, but I thought, God, it's just it's great to see the style. It felt like the stormtroopers got a little bit of redemption. Yeah, man. Attack of the clones, the tone of it was so much darker than Phantom Menace. Big time. Like, and it really like for me, like I seen it in the cinema back in 2002, I think it came out or some shit like that. But like when I seen it like even as a younger kid, like I was like, fuck, this, this is Star Wars. This is to me that was this is Star Wars. This is mm. the tone. Like look at Phantom Menace, right? Phantom Menace, you could say it has its weaknesses. We can all talk about its weaknesses. We already spoke about its weaknesses. But it, it, it has a very, very important part in terms of the building blocks of the Star Wars universe. And th- it, thankfully, the tone, which was very like uh um unbalanced in part one mm. was was taken away and they went for a slightly more serious and darker tone in attack of the clones and because yeah. it really suited the subject matter too because you're talking about this is a huge civil war we're talking about like mm. like we're, we're this is where you're getting into the nitty-gritty of uh, the galactic politics in this area instead of having the shit you got into the wrong side of it in part one talk about trade agreements and embargoes and blockades and bullshit what we want to talk about is warfare civil war the really nitty-gritty politics and, and the cost we- of it yeah like the, the ground level cost of war mm. yeah, yeah. And, and not just the cost of it but like the ramifications from it too like you yeah. know what it means that like- and the, 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 the humor was still there but it was a little bit more gallo yeah you know what i mean like there was they, they, they'd make jokes in the face of death kind of thing like when they when they're in the arena and stuff like that, you know, they're yeah. still kind of being a little bit, but there was actual danger. There was that kind of sense of danger actually yeah. present. Yeah. There's, so some amount, there's some amount of deaths in this movie as well. Like, people oh, yeah. Like, like Django Fett gets decapitated in front of his kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's dark as fuck. Or in front of himself. Yeah. 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 It's not really, you know, it's. A genetic clone that, that, uh, that they gave him a clone that they didn't put the age enhancing stuff into it. So it's like that was a Jango Fett. I'm trying my best in my head to mess the two words of child and, and clone and child. Yeah, and yeah, I know there's something there, this isn't there? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was, of course, it had it had actual genuinely kind of some heavy stuff in it, you know. Yeah, like uh, the, like the one thing I thought about was very visually fucking like impressive. That like the the part where Obi-Wan goes to see the clone army, um uh, I can't remember the name of the crowd that you go see, but the tall alien dudes. And, oh, with um, the long necks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever their deal was. Some yeah. fucking Star Wars fans shouting at me now. Yeah, absolutely. You the cloners. Yeah. Cloners, Star Wars. You know what? I think they were called long necky cloner. I think that's what they're, yeah. Uh, uh, you keep going there, dude. I'll find it. Yeah, but I... I oh, I, the Kaminans or something. You know what really took me over Kamino. as well? And it's, it's something that... Uh, Blade 2 was guilty of as well is uh, being a kind of a cool enough film but there's you can you can allow special effects like all the there was a lot of special effects in Clone Wars not obviously like yeah, you know entire landscape ah, thanks man entire landscapes you know entire planets so of course yeah. it's going to be but 
with the aliens and stuff, you'd let it slide because you don't have a frame of reference for a giant kind of mantis kind of dinosaur-y thing, you know? Yeah. That's cool. But anytime, like, when Anakin was supposed to be, like, riding one of them or when he's on that planet with Padme and he rides another kind of thing and it looks like it's so clearly really bad special effects yeah. because a human being is something yeah. that you do that you, you, if it's rendered badly, you spot it straight away. Yeah. And that really, really annoyed me at yeah. the time. Like, I thought know. the nail man. No, like yeah, I'm the same as you. Like uh, it, 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 it was like it was trying to be ambitious, but it was kind of hampered by the technology of its time. And That's it, yeah. And that just is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, it's it. It's a case of like maybe running a little bit before you could kind of walk in that situation. Mm-hmm. Happened to a lot of movies in that period of time, or anything that was special effects heavy in the early two thousands, mid two thousands. The a lot of times they've aged poorly, and we spoke yes. about that in a lot of occasions. You said Blade Two, they're a perfect example. The fight sequence between Blade, yeah, and, um, and they jump off the walls and stuff, and then it just—it's very clear, like the way the legs move or the yeah, way the bodies are elongated. The body, yeah, the bodies are elongated, and a human being—it's just not that fluid of motion that, yeah. that you would, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like so, like I just think, yes, uh, we'll probably see 4K remasters. I'm sure they already exist. Like you know what I mean? Where they're oh, yeah, hanging up that yeah. special effects and stuff like that. Like that's just that's not really an issue going forward. It's just uh, I think that is a situation in that decade because it, you had that technological advance going on, mm. where you had the next wave or the current wave of CGI, and even though sometimes now it still looks hokey as fuck, that like uh, Marvel, even their Titans, they've been guilty of some of the special effects looks atrocious in their movies. Some of the CG green green screen backgrounds, like just mm. make make a set. You've got enough fucking money, like in all fairness. But um, yeah. like I just think that decade, um, more so than most, and maybe if you look back at the early '90s when we had that CGI that was kind of getting more realistic, that it's aged really, really poorly because you're in that bridging zone between a, a new technology and actually an understanding of that new technology yeah. and how to make it look photorealistic. And um, and I just think it's one of those things that they're a bit hamstrung by the era that they were made in. This, this trilogy in terms of the special effects but i'm sure there's 4k fucking remasters of these already out there. yeah you know what i mean i think as well another thing there was some really 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 cool scenes i had the battle between Django fett and uh obi-wan kenobi was awesome yeah. and, and, and uh, on camino on camino yeah, yeah. and uh a few well a few others in the arena but there was so many times where you knew that like it would, they were just in a green room and yeah, they yeah, and were yeah. just swiping at things. Yeah. It's just like, and there's a bad guy there and a block of laser there. And a <laughs> bad guy there. And it was so <laughs> hokey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Was, and like Padme is there going, pew, pew, pew. It was so obvious that there was no kind of direction. And, and sometimes you spot it. And it, again, uh, the whole thing about movies just don't take me out of it. And yeah. I had really bad special effects, especially I don't think there was one or two. There was ways around it. You could have shot it different. Especially when and the aliens look pretty decent. Like. The aliens, that's what I'm saying. And also you don't have a frame of reference. Yeah. They can move a bit strange and weird because yeah. well, they, they didn't. They, they don't exist. The cloners letter. were so cool. Though, the cloners were cool. The cloners yeah. were cool. Uh, but don't forget, you also know, like, despite the, you have money, of course, but there is still something to be said for effort. Because yeah. there are films that just put in the effort and render and render and render and render. Yeah. Um, look, 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 like Edward Norton's Hulk looked yeah. absolutely phenomenal, like the sinew of his muscle and everything like that, because you know they bled over it, get, yeah. get that kind of perfection. So, I do think that like Star Wars was just like, God, oh, there's just too much, just just get it done, like you know, yeah, yeah. Well, like ILM, like you know, Industrial Light and Magic, they're one of the top 
top dudes and like top companies, whatever. Oh yeah. In, in terms of special effects, like you know, so I, I I think they did what the technology allowed them to do at that time, like in the same way they did back in the nineteen seventies and going into the eighties when they made the sequels and stuff. That I just think George Lucas did exactly what the best they could at that time. Like look at starting, they always look good for the time. But when you've seen that back in the day, like that would have looked awesome. Yeah, it's just it's just it's aged poorly. It's just one yeah. of those things, like you know, it's one like, of those. Yeah, it's just got it's it's just the decade it was made in. It's like you said, it's true. It's, I remember the second Matrix where Neo flies up into the air and you see him burst through the clouds and he kind of spins around and it looked yeah. fucking dumb. And I remember just looking at it going, "That looks dumb." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, sometimes I'm just thinking I'd rather not have it at all. <laughs> you know, yeah. just give me those practical effects of the first film like put them on strings and stuff like that you know it was just yeah that was a portent of things to come with the matrix trilogy yeah or sorry quadrology now unfortunately um but like you know like i just think like with this movie it got way more right sorry it got way more right than it got wrong like yes. you know what I mean? Like, like yes. uh, I, I, I this uh, is the strongest for me of the three films of the three in the in the um prequel. Yeah, it probably is actually. Yeah, that like yeah. even though Revenge of the City is good, it's just so much like, Revenge no! of the City. Yeah, Revenge of the City is good, but they got the what they did, the unforgivable is how Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Like, and if you yeah. get that wrong, it's not a good movie because yeah. that's what the movie was about. Yeah. Like, I know they had all this scene and this and this going on in the background, but I'm sorry, that film was about the final step of Anakin becoming Darth Vader. Yeah. And they got it wrong. So, like, that's just too... That's, you know, you lose three out of five stars for that alone, you know? Yeah. So, so Clone Wars was just cool. It was the one that sits in the middle and it kind of carried on the story and it left it a bit open-ended and it was able to enjoy it. It was Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, Clone Wars was the show that led it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But like one thing I loved about this was how powerful it finally got to show Obi Wan Kenobi. We yes. got we got to see him like like right in the back of that fucking creature thing. Like you know when he got like he like he actually got to see not just the power of him as a Jedi, but you get to see him like like an investigator or something. Like you know he he goes he finds uh, Camino. He 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 figures out what's going on about um, Cipher Diaz. The, the clone army, he finds out with Django Fett, he finds out about like how he's got a clone son, his Boba Fett, he fucking trails Django Fett off Camino to another fucking planet but in that planet he finds Count Dooku, like you know what right. I mean? he finds yeah. out about the plot with the Trade Federation he, he goes and starts taking them all on pretty much by himself like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's- I also, you even know when he catches up with Count Dooku, you have, there is something to be said for the character knowing their limitation yeah he knew that he was up against an, a Sith Lord that was even like a one stage Qui-Gon Jinn's master. So this guy is not to be fucked with. Anakin, uh, I can't have to feed him alone. Yeah. And that, and of course it shows Anakin has been, you know, this. it showed Anakin has been what he is. And that's extraordinarily talented, but brash. Yeah. You know, and it, yeah, it did. It did. But you're right. It was a great, great film for the Obi-Wan to build the Obi-Wan character. Yeah, because it really showed you the might of Obi-Wan in this movie, even though we mm. could see it even for, like, Obi-Wan is, like, arrogantly amazing in the third one. He's so arrogant because, you know, so incredibly is the fighting, like, yeah. but, like, in this one, he was still kind of, like, still getting, like, the hang of it, but he was kind of, like, impressed by himself at times, isn't it? Where he was yeah, still kind of yeah. getting used to how good he was, like, you know, and that's what I loved about this movie that actually got to show us the strength because you can say what you want but how iconic um, as Alec Guinness is, uh, who played the original Obi-Wan. But he was the quite... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, the But you see this and you, you get to see Obi-Wan in this trilogy really young and vital. You get to see him take out Darth Maul. 
he takes out fucking um, Grievous in the next movie. We don't jump too far ahead, but he takes out. Oh, but he does. I mean, we're talking about some hold. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He takes out Grievous. Uh, he takes out. Um, he, he gives. Let me see. There's another. What? There's another big head he took as well. Um, but I, anyway, yeah, he, he kind of becomes like the most influential. Because, you know, he ends up going on to influence even uh, Luke, even after. He kind of becomes, even more than Yoda, for me, the most influential Jedi. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, he, that, that'll make some heads explode as well. Yeah, he, take, he takes out um, uh, Dark Maul and Grievous, but in the middle one... Uh, no, Dooku gets killed at the start of part three, doesn't he? Dooku um, gets killed pretty much. Like they, they, There's a space battle, they yeah. land on the ship, and they go to save the Chancellor, and that's where they fight and kill Dooku. And yeah. Anakin actually pretty much does it by himself because Anakin's got a lot stronger. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Do it. Kill him. Do it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love to like kill him. I really shouldn't. Uh, but go on. <laughs> ah, you will. I'll be good to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, no. you know, like I, I should cook. Nah, get a takeaway. It's like yeah. the same energy. I know. I, I, I got the food there. I guess you treat yourself. That, 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 that was the energy. That's how. That's how much convincing it took him. Uh, part two though was really cool as well because like we got to kind of see. Um, we don't really get to see too often these actual Jedi like kind of battle, like a battle, like a group of actual Jedi's, like like a battalion of Jedi's or whatever, fighting a shit ton of people at once. We don't really get to see that because like most of them are killed off by the time we talk about the original trilogy. Yeah. And then we get to see very little of the Jedi's, like they're allergic to Jedi's in the new one, in the new trilogy. So like you can levy whatever you want about the prequels, but we got to see more lightsaber battles in the prequels than any of the other trilogies. Oh yeah, they showed up in the arena oh, yeah. and it became the Jedi show. I yeah. Mean, they were t- they, yeah, that, and that was badass. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, and um, Samuel L. Jackson got his pound of flesh. Mace Windu. Yeah, because he was a cool character and he, you know, he was, he was, he was excellent in it, but he, but he, like, he had a, he had a lightsaber. He was a Jedi. Let's see some action with him. And they gave it. And it was really, really, really cool. And yeah. of course, and, and Jango Fett is a big head to take. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's like those droids and anything less than like 8 million of them, I think would be impressive. Anything yeah. less than that, I just don't even talk to me. They, <laughs> they love getting chopped up. It's all there. <laughs> roger, roger. Roger, roger. <laughs> roger, roger. But yeah, like that, that's what part two did though. It's like um, part one kind of built the world, but part two really expanded on it. Yeah. We got, we got to see like, this is what a sequel should do. Yeah. Like it really should do. Like we got to see the the, the start of the stormtroopers, and you said that this was kind of like the reprisal for the stormtroopers because, um, uh, no, sorry, the reprieve for the stormtroopers because we got to see them actually be effective. Redemption was the word I used. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know I what mean? I mean. It was like, our, it was <laughs> but don't, you know when they show up and they actually kick ass. They show up like redemption. A, <laughs> they show up and they actually show up like a military unit. Yeah, there's they're like some of them exit the the, the the people carrier. Some of them man the guns. There's some of them fly. They they move like a strategic unit. Yeah, and they save people and they they fight. And I was just like, there. That's that that's scary. Or, 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 or that's awesome, depending on whose side they're on. But that was like that. That makes a clone army something that's impressive. Oh, and man. the stormtroopers were such a joke. Yeah, forward like that, and again they, they become like they are a ruling joke. But this is like like the battle at the end of Clone Wars. We get to see the arena thing where uh, Obi Wan, Padme, and Anakin are all put up, and they all escape and have to fight monstrosities and all that. And then we get to see the Jedi come in, and then when the clones come in and save the day, I nearly almost forgotten about the battle of follows. 
because in my mind, it, like I always think of this movie that the arena sequence is the climax, but it's yes. not. There's like a fucking massive battle after that. Mm. It's like probably the biggest scope of any battle, nearly really, like in terms of like how good it looked. Like I know there's a massive battle at the end of Rise of Skywalker, but like the way this actually looked with the ground forces, there was an air yeah. force, there was infantry, as you said, there was battle, like squadrons and shit. There and they had different punk- weapons. Like yeah. there was weapons actually like they had the tools for purpose yeah as opposed to just like a lot of guys all and they all they're all wearing white yeah and that uh, they've all got the same blaster and they can't hit anything and they just love getting shot and the bland and the armor that they're wearing is is dog shit because if they get shot in the shoulder they die yeah <laughs> you know? yeah, like, yeah like that's what i'm saying like i'm talking with you i just think that this is the first time that we really got to see the stormtroopers actually yeah. be terrifying and be a real military might like a real weapon yeah. And like, and the battle sequence with the droids then like is fucking unbelievable. Like, and it builds up really nicely to the 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 one of the only times we get to see Yoda really use his full strength in a battle, and that's when Yoda goes against Count, Count Dooku. Or is that yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah, sorry, exactly right, yeah, yeah. And like, what do you think of that fight scene? Because this pretty much what happens first is because we talked about earlier was Obi Wan uh, Padme falls over helicarrier. And then, um, or a helicopter or some shit, a cargo carrier, personal carrier, and Obi Wan and Anakin going to fight Count Dooku. Like, <coughs> yeah, you talk about um, rash, man. Skywalkers love getting their hands cut off. It's all they do. Oh my god! It's like you haven't Skywalkered until you get your hands. <laughs> Actually, at the, like near the end of the last film, where Ray kind of says, "My name is Ray Skywalker." She should have chopped off her own arm. I mean, commit to the bit or don't. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah, or just stop stealing people's names. We'll get to that in another episode. Yeah, but yeah, seriously, we'll episode. weakest ending ever. <laughs> but um. But I, I, I'm not going to lie, because it, it actually, I got, I was watching it in, in my bed. I had the laptop in my lap and I was just watching away. And I got a flashback to how it felt when I was in the, in the cinema. And I seen, I'm getting a chill even now when I when I knew after all these years that uh, Yoda was about to let loose. Yeah, I, I'm getting a chill. I'm getting chills. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care how anyone else feels. I'm not even yeah. interested in debating it. I loved it. Yeah, man. Even in part three, where he goes to uh, Palpatine, if you're so strong, why do you leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you're the one walking away, bitch. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, much what yeah, that is. Yeah, that's yeah. Jedi speak for saying, like, why are you going, bitch? Where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Fuck your it? bitch. I yeah. yeah, it's like, Where's the Palpatine from a minute ago? Where did, yeah, he, yeah. Where did he go? Oh, that's what I want to know. Yeah, no, I just thought it was great. And I love, you know, because it calls back to earlier, like he, said, he goes, uh, if you keep going like that, you'll be a better swords master than, than, Yo- than Master Yoda. And he goes, I thought I already was. And he basically yeah. laughs in his face. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, goes, only in your mind you are. Only in your mind. That's exactly yeah, the line. Yeah, well done. And yeah. uh, then you just see Yoda and he, just you and they did extremely that was extremely well rendered because he, he just lets the walking stick go and he's got the little green lightsaber and he just he uses hand out, yeah he, doesn't even he draw uses it. the fact that he's so small to his advantage yeah you cannot you cannot lay your hand on him so, oh, it was phenomenal. Oh man, it's just an impressive scene though, because he's just like looking at it, just like, oh, I'm gonna fuck you up, motherfucker. Yeah. And he just like drops the walking stick and he doesn't even like draw the, the saber. He brings his hand over, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he, 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 fo- he uses the force, force just, to bring it yeah, into his yeah, hand, yeah. like you know what I mean. And it's cool because if you need a count dooku, yeah. if, if you know there was like gonna be a winner or a loser, like it, it seemed like Yoda had the upper hand, but it wasn't over. But yeah. Count Dooku did the classic bad guy thing of uh defeat me or save them. Yeah, exactly. But that's kind of a good out as well to yeah. keep the Count Dooku character going a little yeah, bit longer. Christopher and Lee. Yeah, Christopher Lee, rest in power, and yeah. um, actual Nazi hunter, that man's life, my God. Yeah. Um, but uh, like 
the actual epitome of a legend. Oh no, the epitome of a legend. Yeah. There's 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 Christopher Lee and then there's peasants. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. But anyway, um, but like it was a good way for Yoda to not lose face at all. Yeah. He was just badass, but he was he he went to save the, the Jedi's. That was the decision he made. And I, I just thought, no, I thought that was brilliant. I yeah. thought the special effects were actually pretty good for it as well. Yeah, like the, it, it was such an impressive fight sequence. Like, yeah, it was oh, an awesome man. fight sequence. Man, like, like, and as you said, like, you got Count Dooku live now. We have Anakin, who's uh, begun his uh, long road to becoming a robot, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets his arm cut off. Uh, Obi-Wan gets incapacitated. Yoda saves them. Count Dooku escapes. And we pick up in part three. There's a space battle. Count it's Dooku. an awesome opening. Yeah, it's like it's, it's very, awesome mar- very Marvel esque. Like mm. even though Marvel did it afterwards, but it is it's very much like we're on chapter three. Oh, yeah. You're either witness or you're not. This, yes, you if you haven't seen the first two movies, we're not holding around anymore. We're getting stuck into this movie. Yeah, and that's what I liked about the pacing in part two and part three are excellent. I think. Yeah, the even first- a part even a part three where uh, they're they're coming in hot and they're up against. I can't remember what the droids were called, but they're basically droids on the Just outside. Droids. Of the ship. Yeah, it's oh, vulture droids. Vulture droids. droids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, anyway, he he, uh, Anakin says, "I'm gonna drop off to help them because they're getting annihilated." And they were literally dying. Like they showed a few of them, like screaming and getting blown up and stuff. Yeah. And and Obi Wan just it was quite cold. He goes, "They're doing our their job. We have yeah. to do ours." Yeah. And I thought, like, that's cool. Like that's 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 war. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Like that's that's the harsh decisions that you even, have to make in war. Even like, Padme's um, uh, standing gets killed. Is it in part two? Kira Knightley and she gets yes. killed, and she's that's what the dude even said to her. You were doing. You have to do your job. She did hers. Yes, like you know what I mean. Like as you said, that's, that's exactly, war. Real that's stakes. War. Yeah, and that and I, and you felt that, and they you know they arrived in absolutely excellent fashion. Like they, they arrive in a car in a spacecraft crash, jump yeah. out and just start into it. So yeah, like it, the, the the pacing. It kind of stops what just the first stop in this film is when uh, they save the Chancellor and they get him back to wherever they need to get back to Tatooine or wherever the hell it was. After um, he kills Count Dooku. After he kills Count Dooku. And but like from the from the opening second to the to killing of Count Dooku, it did not stop. Yeah, it and he decapitates really him with like a scissor move. Yeah, it's a weird like, yeah. fucking hell, like you know what I yeah. mean? Like, like that's what I'm saying. This these movies are pretty dark. <laughs> like at times, yeah, like, absolutely. Know? Yeah, but like this is that was the first time we ever really see Anakin killing in cold blood. Personally, like, he, he killed a he killed a defeated. Folk. Did he? Because did he kill the Tuscan Raiders in part one or part or part two or part three? He killed them in part two, I think. Was he? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did, yeah, yeah, because he had the short hair then, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, killed I hate and, them. Yeah, I hate Sag. It's so coarse. <laughs> yeah. I get you everything. I get in everything. Yeah. My yeah. mother's dead body, and then I all of those Tuscan Raiders. Imagine you don't see your mother for 10 years, and you show up 12 seconds before she dies. Yeah. And like, you, yeah. If you, you, if you showed up the day before, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucked up, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. you might have actually saved her, yeah, like. But like the thing about I love it, when he comes out of the, the hut and he just goes <laughs> to two guys who are sitting there, like no warning yeah, whatsoever. He one guy's head off, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, straight away. Yeah. It's just, uh, That's one thing about it, man. Like, whether or not Anakin was whiny or people don't like Caden Christensen's portrayal of him, like, yeah, plenty of his detractors and whatever. But they really showed, like, just like we spoke about Obi Wan, they really showed Anakin's strengths. Like, he's able to go into Tuscan Raiders, they look, walk like men, but they're more than that, they're beasts or whatever. Or something. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, so they'd be really hardy motherfuckers. He goes in and wipes out an entire settlement, like, and he's only a Padawan at this stage. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It shows you the real strength, like, of Anakin uh, as a character that he's actually almost terrifyingly strong. And yeah. the fact that he's so misled or so, um, it's what the order says, like, is he gives into his emotions too much, like, you know yes. what I mean? And, that's and naivety, you know what yeah. I mean? He seems to be naive as well. Yeah, it's like, what's it said? Fear leads to anger or some shit like that. Yeah, anger leads to. Violence, so, yeah, violence yeah. leads to the dark, or something mm. like that. But uh, yeah, no, I, I thought, yeah, this is the thing. At that point, I'm watching it for the first time. Uh, not, not like I'm going back to when I originally watched it, and I'm yeah. thinking now this, this guy can become Darth Vader. Yeah, he's after because he just arrived and seen his power is at obviously at all time high because he's always getting stronger, and uh, he gets there and he's now Palpatine is actually in his ear, and he's after killing a Sith Lord. Yeah, and now I'm like, yeah, but they just, just went all over the place with the tone, and despite yeah. the epicness that there actually is in this film, I just that that was, yeah, like I, I want to learn how to save people so that I can save her, and then he's the one that kills her. I don't know, man. It, it, yeah. hey, what does that Portman die of in this movie? That's great because he chokes her, and then she goes on to give birth. Yeah, it's like all her vital signs are fading, but there's nothing physically wrong with her. It's like she's uh, lost their will to live. Yeah, because of the the actions, and two gates cut. Oh, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> no, no, the but, dark side. I, but that's it. I remember reading a review for this. They called it a big steaming pile of sit. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, on second watch. That seems maybe a tiny bit harsh. Because actually some aspects of the film I really enjoyed. Yeah. The Obi-Wan actually fighting Anakin, Anakin killing the younglings was like, I mean, talk. you want to talk dark. dark yeah. And it's just that scene where like he just lets this lightsaber, turns on the lightsaber. And one kid just jumps back a little bit spooked. Yeah. And, uh, that, and Obi-Wan sees the tape. And that's when he knows that there's no conversation to be had. Yeah, this man, is... Order sixty six. That scene's incredible, man. Incredible scene. Incre- oh, man, That's like, perfect. Those clones, man, they turn quick. Like Cody was just talking to Yoda. I don't even think. I wonder if they even knew. You know what I mean? Like Order sixty six existed. Like, is it a trigger word or something that was rendered into them? Because they were genuinely on yeah. their side. They were genuinely kind of loyal. And then Order sixty six, and they just kind of went, "Oh, okay." Yes, and then y- just, yes, my lord. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yes, my lord. Yeah. And, uh, and some of that was brutal. Like, you know, like sometimes they just be walk. There was the purple woman, je- female Jedi, and they just start, they were walking with them and they just kind of stop yeah. and they just kind of go a bit behind her. And then they just overwhelm her with firepower. Yeah. And some of them were like real dark endings, you know what yeah, I mean? They, they were, execute them and they were shooting the shit out of dead bodies and everything. Yeah. Like, you know? And then Yoda got another, he, he got another kind of cool little moment where he just decapitates two soldiers. That are yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, you're going to sneak up on Yoda, you fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. From a distance. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure you've got snipers, right? You're are you sure army. he said Order 66? I'm sure it wasn't Order 65. Or... Yeah. <laughs> was it Order, Order 6, 6? I think it yeah. might have been Order 69 because they just fucked each other. Whenever... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Order 66 was fantastic. It was, yeah. it, it was really, really well executed. Um, really gravitas. It, yeah, and it was like the absolute destruction of the jedis like they lost they lost yeah. so badly in this movie oh 100 like like everything lost everything, everything. yeah lost the, the chosen one they lost the council they the, lost the, the younglings yeah like you know what i mean like they lost the like, territory they lost their army yeah like, you know no, what i mean like there, there was there was lost, nothing left who was left lost their lost their sway in the senate like yeah lost, lost everything like mace windu yeah like the you know even the mace windu died yeah 
Yeah, like yeah. He, he'd be one of the higher up, like higher characters that you would think like maybe they'd like to keep around, but obviously yeah. they kept it. I don't know. They kept the tone. The tone was good. Well, it's whoever the, was in the original trilogy instead of life, that was it really. That was it actually. Yeah. That's what they were saying. Like, that's what they were thinking. Like, we just keep uh, Obi-Wan alive. We keep Anakin alive. We keep and Yoda. Uh, Yoda and Luke and Leia have to be born. Yeah, and Padme can't. Padme is never yeah. mentioned. And so Pal- they... Palpatine has to survive, and he becomes. Yes. He gets his. Finally, we get to see his transformation of the Emperor. We know from the original trilogy. Yeah, where he's all d- disfigured and shit like that. One thing that I like, I thought that scene would have been better if Anakin hadn't found out. This no, follow, follow me with this. Anakin finds out right before the battle between Mace Windu and Palpatine that Palpatine controls the dark side. And then later on, Mace Window goes, you have to listen to me, Anakin. He's evil. He must die. If that scene would have worked better if Anakin didn't know Palpatine was going to the dark side and Mace Window would found out. And Mace Wind- and he, when he was seeing that scene, he would have thought Mace Window was killing Palpatine for no reason. And Mace Window would have had to really convince Anakin that he found out that he was conspiring against the Senate, that he was part of the dark side, that he was working with Count Dooku and all the separatists and all this shit, that Mace Windu found that out and not Anakin, then that scene would have made more sense that Anakin would have had a real decision to make instead of him just going, oh, I can say Padme. It's like, how can you say Padme? You've never proven to me once that you can say Padme. Like, yeah. Not once. And he doesn't even save her. <laughs> like, you know, so- no, he's, he's kind of responsible for killing her, which yeah. <laughs> really didn't seem necessary. I mean, Order 66 had been carried out. There was like widespread genocide. You could have worked it in there you somewhere. You said genocide. No, I hope I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I hope you did because genocide. Go back. To- <laughs> <laughs> genocide. I did say it. I forgot that. That's a- <laughs> I um, but yeah, no, I thought it was. I know, like they had to, they had to make him tortured, but like the killing the younglings should have been enough to just. Yeah, fucking hell, man! Killing the younglings was an insane scene, man. Fucking yeah. hell, man! Like, it's, like as we said, like there's so much fucking dark shit in these movies, like you know, and like, we finally get to see like the genesis of Darth Vader and the shit that he's willing to go through in a misguided attempt to stop death from happening to the people he loves, and even though what he does is he always seems to cause the their death. Or, yeah, which is the mean? old irony thing. Like, yeah. Did you see that by trying to stop that you in fact have the do you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a tire trope, and it was executed very, very, very poorly. Yeah, like yeah, it just it's I don't understand why they couldn't just say that he, he like the Padme had her neck broke or because they had to have her stay alive long enough to give birth to the kids, I suppose. Yeah. So I I, I know I couldn't just say she died in childbirth. Yeah, I, I I honestly don't know. Although it's kind of like I know it's the past, but like the technology they have, the yeah. childbirth probably wouldn't be, you know, I, I don't know. It was, it was silly, and, and that was it. She's uh, losing uh, the world to live. Oh, you remember no. when Obi Wan was was fighting uh, Anakin, and there's just, it's cool, like they're fighting away, they're using the Force and all of that cool stuff, and then there's a scene where they just stop and they both just start waving their swords around. For like about three seconds. <laughs> what was that about? Is that Mustafar near the end? Is that... Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, <laughs> like, <they're> like... <laughs> but they never actually touch each other. And yeah. I was just like, "What? What are you doing? What are you doing, man?" Yeah, no, man. Um, like, yeah, the... I, I, that that scene was awesome as well. Yeah, man. Some of the the, the part where they're going around the la- the lava liver, uh, rivers and saying, <laughs> "Yeah, you know, like you would would not be able to breathe, yeah, or, or take the heat. Like you do get that. That's not just yeah. fall. You know that it's not just falling into lava that will kill you. Like most most people die for you know, mm-hmm. like 
uh, like it would be bad, but you wouldn't yeah. be okay. Yeah, it was like that was a bit, but you forgive everything because it's just it's yeah. it's really well done. It's know? amazing though. You finally get to see Obi Wan fucking just obliterate Anakin and yeah. Mustafar. Oh my fucking word, man! Anakin, don't do it. I've got the high ground. I've got the higher ground. <laughs> uh, you know what? It was if my, if my history like... is with Anakin is Anakin to by, <laughs> and I always know Anakin. <laughs> he's, he's probably going to stop now that I have the higher ground. Uh, uh, no, but he's just like, uh, and Anakin's like, maybe if I can just flip over his head quick enough. And Obi Wan's like, oh, he's definitely going to try to flip over my head. Yeah. It's the only thing he can literally do. And that's what I love about it. He, like, doesn't he cut off his arm and his legs immediately? Yeah. He just goes, jung, jung. It's, it, and, it's, and it's not like, yeah, it's not a swipe that happens to take off. It's a jun jun. It's, mm. it is a, it's a double. And then he lands, and then suddenly it, it turns out that the ground is in fact hot and can burn you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, he gets. And he's going. like, "I hate you," and I was like, "Dude, you just slaughtered all of the kids." Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude. Your opinion. Yeah. Very <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, just for a second, just think about it. You, you. You just killed all the kids. You just committed mass uh, infanticide, right? Number yeah. one, he just wiped out this entire dude's belief system. He's a whole order that he's based his entire life yeah. around. Killed all dedicated his friends. Your life to. Yeah. yeah, killed all his friends. Like, by the way. He he saw you like a brother, which you just mentioned. Yeah. Like you were the chosen one. By the way, you just ruined his entire belief system. Because yeah. <laughs> you know how horrifying it would be for me, Anakin, if you liked me. Yeah. If you, if you liked everything I was up to right now, if yeah. we were on the same page, yeah. <laughs> that, that would horrify me, Anakin. So like, mm-hmm. and he just left them there. And then, of course, there is, and it's and it was actually quite cool the way, like you know, the 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 him. And again, talk about not sticking the landing because it's the end, 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 end of the film. And uh, he gets off and he's like, you know, he's in, was it? He's informed Padme is dead or something, isn't it? Yeah. And then dead. just the no was. No. Because the whole thing is that Bader is not ever a kind of over the top character. Yeah. Like he, it's, it's, it's his presence. He walks into a room and he's got the voice. Yeah. And he's got the, the height and he's just got the, you know, he's just so unbelievably powerful in the force. Uh, he should have got up and he, we should have been told and he should have said literally nothing for like 10 seconds like nothing at all it should have just been even Darth Vader has to process Yeah, and he should have just got on with it it would have been it should have been heavy breathing like he should have just killed the person who told him who like suddenly like Padme's dead and he should have just looked at him and went kill that guy and then just like literally Lord Vader what do you do next and all he hears just him breathing and then the film ends yeah, and that's it. Like. Or, even, or even like, you know, just he's informed he's dead. He just clenches his fist and shit in the room just starts to break around him because there was nothing necessarily wrong with that. Yeah. There, no. and everyone hated it. Yeah. This wasn't a thing that the people are split over. People are split over everything in Star Wars. But I do not know anyone who's here for the Vader. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. I think that was the issue. Like, cause like throughout the trilogy, there was so many cool things about it. Uh, but oftentimes they, they had a real issue with sticking the landing. And we always talk about as execution so much is, is every bit as important as the idea yeah. itself. Because we're both uh, horror guys, and horror yeah. is definitely the genre that that that's it just does not stick the landing. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I just think like looking back on this trilogy, man, before we get the fuck out here, is that it's so important in terms of the building blocks of the story that we already knew and what goes on in the future in terms of the Disney-led trilogy. But like, not only that, it was so important at ingratiating a brand new generation into the world of Star Wars, into the yep. universe that we all know and love. And even though it didn't hold up to the high standards of a lot of people, to me, they've aged incredibly well. Yes. Like special effects, the, the character development, 
the tone of the movies, like apart from Phantom Menace, which is totally all over the place, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the State were very similar in, in tone. And Revenge of the State's not as solid as Attack of the Clones, granted, but it it did so much, like in terms of building the universe, allowed us to see Yoda at his peak, allowed us to see Obi Wan Kenobi at his peak. Action packed. Yeah, action, action packed. packed. Yeah, exactly. Lots of lightsaber battles, a lot of darkness, a lot of fucking real epicness. And that's what yeah. this trilogy brought. You can say whatever you want, but in the end of the day, the prequel trilogy is fucking epic. What do you think, Nolan? We get the fuck I out actually of think you're right. And I honestly, honestly, did not think that when I sat down to like when I when I sat down to watch all of this in a day I was dreading it. Yeah. But when you stop when you when you kind of know what to expect so it doesn't hit it doesn't hit you or overwhelm you and yeah, just, just well, look make at it. You Phantom Menace and move on. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. then I was kind of like, wow, there's actually a lot a lot in this I enjoy. And of course, it just had it's so many marks against it. And yeah. I, 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 everyone's entitled to their opinion about that. But ultimately, I did actually enjoy it so much. It did have enough action, enough colorful kind of scenery. It had the aliens that were rendered really well, and there was all the different species. And there was a lot of it I enjoyed. It's an epic trilogy. You have to see it at least once. Yeah, 100%. And I think yeah. like it's it's getting better with age, especially when held in comparison with the newer trilogy that we got. That it's when you look at it, it's more in tone with the original Star Wars. It's more what we expect of a Star Wars movie, Star Wars unit. Universal Star Wars franchise, and that's what I did better than the uh, the next trilogy uh, that Disney did. That maybe because George Lucas was so heavily involved, even though like I think that maybe at that stage he might have been better off maybe writing it and producing it and then someone else directed because like as a director he's even though the writing as well it was pretty weak at times in these movies and he wrote yeah freedom like um i just think that whatever it has the weaknesses but in comparison to what came after not the original trilogy in terms of the timeline we're going with but the disney trilogy that it's way more uh, uh tonally way more star wars than the trilogy that disney did and it did everything that i think a star wars trilogy should do it built it expanded and it gave us lots of epic action and like that's my final words in the star wars trilogy prequel motherfucker prequel yeah no trilogy. well said preach definitely it was preach. definitely something that everyone should go back and yeah. revisit with maybe you know more mature eyes and just see what you see again yeah. it's, it's it's false or it's false and they're not inconsiderable yeah exactly all. Yeah, even, even the entire casting of Aiden Crimson, there's a lot that I won't go to bat for it over. Yeah, but it actually is an entertaining trilogy. So, that, with that, let's yeah. get the fuck out of here. All right, motherfuckers, I'm your host, Vince Green. I'm your host, no John Tui. And that is the Dark Side of the Moon. And that was the Star Wars prequel trilogy. And uh, all I have to say is, Misa thinks it wasn't so bad. Justice <laughs> for Jar Jar. Justice for Jar Jar, motherfuckers. Peace. <laughs> Peace. God, you're a madman. This is